welcome to the Inspiring Human Potential podcast. You will find on this podcast, this channel, Inspiring Human Potential Inner Growth 5D Self-Empowered Enlightened Channeled Guidance episodes, the 5DC I Am Expanding Consciousness episodes, Inner Growth Mindset episodes, 5DC, Krishna Lila, Lightworker episodes, The Adventure of a Lifetime, and Twin Flames and Soulmates, or Lightworkers, Life, and much, much more. And some of these will be subscription-based content, and some will be freely available content. What's most important to note about the IHP podcast is that we uncountry love being people we are actual life love expanding consciousness we are infinite higher human potential consciousness and so every episode is meant to support those who are on a personal development journey becoming the version of themselves that has began life at their first year of age zero years of age you know we we bring together many different topics and it's all about the amazing journey of a lifetime this life it is educational because it's meant to support those who will and are at some point in time have taken a look at the inner growth mindset and really it's because bringing together all of these episodes has been a lifetime journey of my own personal eight-year-old self to help people just to be able to know it's okay to be yourself and while many will come at this being yourself in a gazillion different ways here's what i'm going to share with you and for all of those who will become regular listeners i love having you as a community i look forward to just getting together and talking about our love for life our love cycles for those who are new welcome i hope you enjoy oh and let me make sure that everyone knows here's what a lovely naysayer had to share about this type of content and it is something that those who do not resonate with the enlightenment soul age group will feel and i'm going to leave that at that so this lovely naysayer thank you so much has shared that this content is pseudoscience bullshit and self-help crap so please keep that in mind and also keep in mind that we don't spell out truths i bring together many different topics from a consciousness perspective and they are again educational in the format of trying to support inform and share perspectives q a's and a lot more not only on a mindset that has been researched and tended to by me myself maria and i and then shared as courses future books yada 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 okay so without further ado here's what i wanted to primarily share with you the simplest of things can brighten up the day and our ability to love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections allows for every moment of life to be full of gratitude bliss abundance and ever-expanding love when you see or furthermore i should say when you can see how your life is the most amazing love affair alongside all your loved ones and humanity that life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces which always brings about your consciousness expansion and that of humanities that is if the opportunity to expand and create is taken and remember that we do have to 
choose to practice being in our ventral vagal state guys that nervous system's response and our mindfulness brain and we get to talk a little bit about that in most of the episodes so remember that's very important because the hijacked fear brain will not be able to take that opportunity because they're already in a defense mechanism of their nervous system and their brain has been again hijacked by that fear response whatever safety behaviors have served them to stay safe again enough of that so when the choice of expanding consciousness has been taken then you will know what enlightenment is and what it actually means to live it every day fyi that is a person being a functional adult forgiving nuanced knowing that there is not an evil button there is a shame button and it really isn't a button it's an actual physiological stance that our body can take and there's a way that our brain wires and all of this is indicative of why there are many adoptive children out there who are harsh unforgiving not in any way shape or form open-minded although they may think they are so long story short enlightenment is a functional adult who's open-minded and knows everyone has trauma not that there's this evil thing existing in somebody's body but that there's a nervous system and a brain that develops a certain way so again as we move forward it is from a mind heart and body in this place that you will know what living the isness of life is what living beyond your quote-unquote self is what doing something to help all people and all living things including our earth's resources is it is here that you truly catch a glimpse of what the word love l-o-v-e capitalized actually means in action which is also exactly what expanding consciousness is and enlightenment as a soul age group knows all of these things fyi pure love compassion kindness empathy these are the aspects that give a sense of safety from within and without in the external it is from this place that we see the true heart of all people all humanity has a heart that is this they may not know it but it is this that we create and co-create what we want to bring forth worldwide divide is a choice by the people of all lands every time people choose to speak act and take steps that are not loving not compassionate or equanimous when differences arise amongst each other so whenever people choose to be in their adaptive child response the choice of staying separate and battling is not something that stems from the heart it stems from our hijacked fear brain survival fear and lack in fact it's a physiological response guys this is where these individuals are not actually thinking clearly because they're already in their safety behavior response they don't know who they are because they're not connected to their ventral vagal state as a person so their prefrontal cortex is not engaged what is engaged is their amygdala and if they're already in their survival mode guess what happens to the hippocampus as it gets saturated with cortisol and by the way the stress hormones such as cortisol turn off our lovely oxytocin gene our love hormone so if you're not in a state of love and compassion which most people are not if they're getting upset at anything you're not going to be able to tune in to your body's love because your body's not in a sense of safety and fyi that also is why people don't heal their trauma without further ado again as i continue sharing in this lovely intro which my regular listeners will most likely skip or i hope you can and if you can't well you guys get to be reminded about this which i would say is quite awesome come on and i'm trying to make it fun see (laughs) also the only answers have always been the same 
it's called love cooperation compromise structure organization communication and so much building together so when we choose to be from heart we are always doing loving cooperative compromising structure all of it it's not going to be perfect again flaws and imperfections so what is this this is i am life i am love i am expanding consciousness i am infinite higher human consciousness potential love maria and just so that that we close with a couple of great quotes and before we do that i actually will have some other added information seneca or seneca i don't know how they pronounce but one time discovers truth very true always always and then here's another one wherever there is a human being there is an opportunity for a kindness this is always seneca but my favorite and the one that represents what an enlightenment soul age group person is because we are connected and embodying always expanding consciousness those of us in the enlightenment soul age group we are life we are love we are expanding consciousness which is why we are a representation of the infinite higher human consciousness potential we live it and again Rumi this is Rumi goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes because for those who love with heart and soul there is no such thing as separation the entire life of an enlightenment soul age group person and anyone who enters into this 5d oneness consciousness perspective as well as this soul age group does not know separateness we're one big ball of energy we're one big soul if you want to call it that and there's a depth of knowing our bodies they contract our nervous system contracts when somebody wants to quote unquote when they present a limited consciousness perspective and so we'll stand up and say be yourself but we won't mean be yourself from the ego we'll mean be your expanded consciousness self our bodies contract whenever there is anything that is beneath the zero vibration beneath the land of neutral the land of equanimity and we will always be already at the top with the infinite having perceived a lot of other aspects depths of dimensions this is why we have shiva and kali besides krishna lila krishna lila we experience the depths and the profound and seriousness with playfulness we have an irrepressible child it's not a child it's a depth of our emotions because we feel from the ventral vagus field shiva we know non-being we have been unseen unheard unvalidated unaccepted by our loved ones in our vulnerable places and loved ones is all of humanity because when we get up and say we love all people we've been told that we should not because evil exists apparently for those who still live in the medieval times our non-being is because shiva was never scary darkness is not scary nor is it evil we actually know what it's like again not to be seen or heard or validated and we understood why kali because our mastery over life and death has always been a burning fire of life and expanding consciousness and knowing that you cannot tell me what i can feel or think you may suggest or give me your opinion or whatever it may be but besides that and no matter what age you were this is where your body immediately just allowed and as you got older so this is a little bit of that 
5dc i am expanding consciousness perspective that you'll begin to hear and again before we close out this intro what you also want to know is that the inspiring human potential inner growth content is also a mentorship type content again that's why it's educational and it includes a journey and mindset that was brought together and researched and still is ongoing because i keep up to date with my psychoeducation and i plan on integrating quantum physics if i am able to grasp those concepts but the bringing together of human and spiritual elements so humanity and spirituality one and in the same although obviously they have their reasons for why's we bring together existentialism psychology sociology neuroscience the spirituality elements involve ascension discussing clairs astrology meta astrology metaphysics 3d 4d 5d these dimensions sometimes we talk about spiritual awakening tarot akashic record readings or just talking about things like akashic akash okay we explore human evolution with the understanding that that is the expanding consciousness so all these subject matters and more it's a multidisciplinary approach okay we bring together again human and spiritual elements to explore the human evolution and consciousness those of you who are life love expanding consciousness and an infinite higher human potential from your mind are going to be able to follow those who are linear you might have questions please feel free to reach out i'm here to share any thoughts anything that is of support again it's something to give the enlightenment soul age group specifically their voice because we don't have a voice out there i have yet to hear the voice of expanding consciousness and here's what um, i will leave you with it is something that involves always seeking not believing we don't believe in the sense of there's only one truth we're always adding to our truth bank if you will because all opinions all perspectives all thoughts all emotions exist and so again welcome to the ihp podcast i look forward to hearing from you guys on any questions on anything again even those who would like to perhaps present a completely opposing view we're open to hearing everything because you know as long as it's loving obviously and when i say loving i mean that it supports the expansion of consciousness of humanity and us working together and being functional adults meaning we can agree to disagree peacefully and allow our life which needs air water and food to keep existing we need those bare necessities from that moment forth we can always use our words that's exactly one of those things that we have as a people so welcome again and i look forward to hearing from you welcome back to my lovely ihp community if you tuned in to beyond spirituality you heard a little bit about uh, i was using a couple of examples for the 4d plane if you will and the difference as you move into and or are completely in a 5d self-empowered enlightened state of consciousness this is where that enlightenment soul age group is a seeker space and so it's an in an infinity land of information without denying belief systems without confirming this is where it's seeker land and we 
have this ability to have a relationship with the akashic intelligence this space this is all it all it is is space it's energy but for every one of those of us who are connected to full consciousness we have a deep knowing of our ability to live this life as a person and the well-being so there's a deep knowing of the ventral vagal state or if there's not a deep knowing of it there's a deep knowing that it is achievable for those who come at their enlightenment soul age group from the plane of shame which would be the plane of fear there is not this evil devil satan stuff even though somebody who's coming from that plane may have been in types of situations that would be involving those words for them because remember when somebody has shame it's as peter levine puts it like a cancer it spreads and metastasizes or as ruth lee i forget her last name but uh ruth she spells out how a person feels torn apart or dr bezel van der kolk when he's talking about trauma he talks about heart break and gut wrench and ruth lanius that's her last name she as she's describing the two parts of the brain that light up for those who have shame from trauma which of course if a person has disorganized attachments because their household was terror they didn't get to learn inside their body how it felt to be safe so in fact they even have trauma attachment relationships meaning reliving experiences that are of abusive relationships toxic patterns where they even for some time might feel they are worthy of this type of uh, stuff because they're not worthy essentially there's this disgust this feeling of torn apart inside is an actual deal i don't know it but enough of the psychoeducators and neurobiology neuroscience individuals together those piece information has those who regularly tune in have heard so here's where uh, there is no evil there is shame and that is one of the the lowest vibrations the other one is death which none of us are if we're breathing and a person who's in a shame cycle it's more than just addictions there's a way that the body of the person will feel which will be disgusted with themselves and in a potential cycle of being around and doing things for some time depends on the age that they know are not positive because we all grow up in the same society where we get taught basic moral codes so the two parts of the brain that light up for a person in shame one is that uh, prefrontal cortex the part of morality and knowing what is right or wrong although we'd have to see how that is because for some people with a disorganized attachment they go from one second of being in a prefrontal cortex to being with an open lid where they're just reactive with their uh, brainstem the fear and that is where as dan siegel points out for disorganized attachment there is no it can be in a fraction of 10 seconds that a person goes from being in their prefrontal cortex to being out of it and the three ways are nervous system is for those who don't uh know it's flight fight freeze fawn freeze pause those are defense mechanisms so anytime our prefrontal cortex is not engaged we cannot be in our safe and social body we are not excuse me in our safe and social body a person who has a type of autonomic nervous system that learned to be in shame 
which by the way begins as a posture by the time you begin walking because you're going to get yelled at but if you're around brains that are not regulated so that are dysregulated meaning stressed meaning your environment again is fear there's yelling in the household there's beating up there's a person who has their own trauma essentially under people there's a passerby whether it be a father or mother one of the two parents who's not doing anything and the reality is the example dan siegel gives for a person who's disorganized attachment going from being present in a conversation with a daughter essentially or actually the example was a father who was not the favored in the family and who was potentially beat up i need to listen to the story again but for sure the brothers the siblings would beat him up or bully him around and this father uh, grew up with implicit so it's an implicit memory that we have aspects that come up when they're unresolved so when a person doesn't do any type of therapy and most people that i know they don't except for when they do and right now the new brain science is not known by all of the psychoeducators the somatic approach is not known by all the psychoeducators and there are some that are actually resistant to these new piece of information which is very sad but that's for another time long story short this father tells the daughter brush your teeth she says no i want mommy to do it but she's arguing with him no i want mommy to do it because you can't do it you know how a four-year-old a three-year-old will be so that instant of no mommy does it better creates a automatic trigger for this implicit memory of humiliation as him being a person who was not favored by the father beaten up and bullied by siblings and in that instant his his prefrontal cortex already the brain is in the sea alert 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 and the mirror neurons are picking up on the anger of the daughter so then there's anger that the person's perceiving as well because we are connected our right brains communicate to each other so he's picking up the frustration of the daughter but his implicit memory is also bringing up humiliation from his own trauma which he's not aware of because obviously he's not done therapy to work with that thinking probably that it's no big deal because it might not ever really be triggered or not that often or again these are those scenarios they look to people like oh that's not a big deal that's why people will not necessarily know that their reaction is not because they're uh, consciously choosing they're unconsciously doing what they're doing so in a fraction of 10 seconds this can go in three ways dan is presenting he says the brain is going to be in this position of alert 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 the implicit memory of humiliation is triggered the uh, anger with the mirror neurons of the daughters being absorbed by the father and he's going to either you know freeze response and he will then start just crying and bawling out and like kind of feeling like oh my god i'm not a good father my daughter doesn't want me to brush her teeth something like that or it could be flight running away so let me get out of here this is too much i can't handle it i'm gonna go get the mother or fight which would mean maybe start being verbally abusive or even spank the child this is where it's, it's all uncertain and the part about the anger what dan made clear is that our brain stem our survival brain um, stem holds all of our ancestors like our entire human evolution since like he says since the fish that was protecting the fish with the eggs and so apparently that memory and when we look at said guru when he talks about karma and the body's memory and our ancestors and all that these are one plus one equals two so here's where those of us who are in a 5d c space this all is something you were able to follow not because it's truth we don't spell out truths we spell out thoughts concepts and we talk about them we 
these are never truths these are conversations that are educational for those who are on a personal development journey and or those who want to access not only that inner growth mindset but that enlightenment soul age group i say access because it is where you will enter full consciousness awareness in time so i'm going to use me obviously since i'm using me my my voice is one voice of 5dc one expanding consciousness voice and bringing the human and spirituality elements together through the experiences of Claire's is something that I was waiting to see how it would come forth. And I uh, finally know exactly how, and you guys have been hearing it. So the component of a deep knowing for me was connected to my upbringing with God and Jesus because it was already something that I could feel, life consciousness, unconditional love all it is this energy like today with my reiki mastery and being able to give reiki sessions i'm just thrilled and excited to keep moving into that direction as a mentor as well and wanting to do some of it at least for some time with people who want to move into an actual day-to-day journey because most people they're not doing personal development they just want the session and then they're done And it's one tool, because obviously you don't need to keep doing Reiki sessions. It's energy therapy. So the reality is I also understand how it's not something that needs to be a constant. But long story short, what I was trying to get at is my relationship with the energetic spectrum has grown thanks to this ability to hold Reiki sessions. Long distance are my preferred, so I don't have the body in front of me. But when I've done it near physically, it actually is quite different as well, I have to say. So it's, it, they're both intriguing and uh, quite awesome. To say the least, integrating the neurobiology and the neuroscience with the psychoeducation, my trauma educational certificate gave me the knowledge of our younger charge parts. So right here is where in all of our relationships and the example of a disorganized attachment style was to share with you, see, you know, that simple discussion can have led a father who was just trying to give the daughter and go brush her teeth to something that is volatile, which will then trickle down and create trauma, obviously, within their own child. And so it's about us being able to normalize, not vilify conversations, the part about shame and fear. Fear is not the devil or Satan's work, which is what the 4D community, when they're talking about people who are low vibration, they don't understand. The shame vibration is of a person who's actually in a physiological state that they don't know about, they feel disgust, they have automatic nervous system responses that they're not even aware, has nothing to do with being savages. As Gabor Mate points out, there's this lie, and he's not the first one, the first person that ever I got to read, and I was loving every moment of that book, Eric Fromm, The Art of Loving, where he, in that book, or one of the books I read from him said, you know, they've misspoken about humanity a human being will flee before they will fight because they will want to save their life. But he says, and this is where it's his own interpretation of the findings, obviously, he says, but you know, how would they have gotten people to go to war if they had said, you are more likely to flee than to fight? So he's, he's implying that it was made, worded as such, for a reason. Personally, here's where full consciousness will say, "Mm, that's a hypothetical that we don't have proof for. It's coming after the time of when whatever was written with the lack of knowledge that instead at that point was there. 
so your hypothesis is a potential distortion in duality in fact claiming that there's intent to keep people thinking certain things and here's where the way you word anything can create implications this is not good or bad but this is exactly where the seeker and the 5dc person comes into the mix so for a person who's connected to expanding consciousness at all times and even you heard i corrected a wording and i tried to catch myself when i'm using words need help because there's ways that yes i I have to use them but there's ways that it will imply something that is not meant to be implied as i try to share with you all the actual you know when you're in expanding consciousness you understand that it's a play and a dance of energies there's not any belief system in there there is no source there's no you know hand from anywhere there is none of that that is 4d space and 3d space and i will do my best to keep differentiating it's not a better or worse this is where every person already lives the reality they want to live it's very straightforward and the lovely science professionals with the mental health community are the ones who are now using their mouths to share this this very concept now that they can see within the human body because they have technology and they can map it out because the technology is able to see light which is what we are we're all a big sound we're all a big vibration blah 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 i'm not gonna you know do our entire uh, episode on that because this is where it gets the data gets boring right <laughs> let's relate to our human day-to-day life okay but if we're gonna remember the truth is darkness it's shiva because we're all energy which cannot be seen but we all have and Sadhguru points it out we have this body so that it may uh, allow our psychology meaning our mind to make sense of things and here's where dan siegel says our mind can uh, work with your brain meaning transform it the brain is the physical structure and the mind is when you're thinking emotions and thought are one and the same emotions are the juicier part of thought when you look at sensations your nervous system that's a completely different story so once you start noticing if you're in hyper or hypoarousal or you're safe and social ventral vagal state you'll be able to note a very big difference in how you experience everything the isness that Sadhguru talks about is a person in a full state of physiological compassion using your prefrontal cortex so the example of the father is something of a 10 second and that was only one example we also have others but i don't want to use our time with that for now back to when you're connected to this akash it's, it's not a belief even though it can have began with so for me faith very important throughout all my life but not as me being a slave to it i have never been oh i have to do what god tells me to do no in fact the minute i heard of the story of where he told one of his whatever the name of the father was go kill your your kid i was like dude how how dare you i i actually prayed i think or i said hey you don't if you come down and tell me to do something like that i ain't doing it i don't care who you are i'll go to hell but that's something that i completely disagree with i can't even believe you would even do that it made me <laughs> upset at god and i was like yeah that's not totally unnecessary to test somebody like that what i would be doing you know so that was one of my first prayers if you will saying Mm-mm. but it was more of me consciously choosing i will go to that side to the other side i will disrespect quote unquote you i will not cause harm to another life i can't even believe that you dared do that because that's not a way that you can 
help a person or any as i just said i could not believe like how would you how can you do that that's just uncalled for and then when i was older and read first psychology books and it's like okay this evil thing and i don't know what the satan is i don't know what i do know is you've shared with your son's life how we're supposed to unconditionally love each other and back to our relationships and these energies about and the oversoul because i really want us to hone in on those topics today twin flames soulmates doesn't matter to a person who is in that akashic intelligence because we are one big ball of energy and the reality is there's an automatic knowing that every person has a way that they're going to be either achieving their own enlightenment or not and it's none of our business what they choose to do with the life experiences that come their way meaning that they have their own body to uh, use their own mind and brain to use as well as their own heart their own gut everything to use to experience and take responsibility respond interact do whatever as a person growing up <clears throat> my ventral vagal state has always been engaged which is why i get termed bossy non-negotiable close-minded you name it and in fact this is where i've always kind of found it humorous because um i don't find anything wrong with a person knowing exactly what they want in life who they are in life and what they're willing or not willing to negotiate since it doesn't have any impact on another person's life which means if i'm able to provide money contribute equally to a household if i'm able to uh, allow myself to respect your space and your time and to work with in a way that i find ideal to my timetable and yours i would say that that's pretty a-okay to me and this is where the self-empowered body lies which is only of a 5d body type the person who is coming out of shame has a whole different story because they've actually please appease they've given up their consciousness their life for others and they there's a realization of it through a very uh obviously interesting I, i will call it that because i don't know what it's like to be in a body that feels dead inside and disgusted with oneself i actually whenever i feel that it makes me extremely sad extremely sad because that's where love is a hormone that is within our body and so it cannot win quote unquote because it's actually only able to be activated if a body feels safe the oxytocin gene hormone is turned off in a body that has a stress response so anytime a person is in hyper arousal or hypo arousal anytime they're already immediately in their defense attachment mode their love hormones off which is why when people are in empathy they get drained because they're in they're fusing in their temporal junction with suffering with another person they're doing a specific exchange of energy all on their own because instead of being in their prefrontal cortex with compassion on their ventral vagal state on knowing i'm here to support emotion speaking a friend or whatever i'm supporting i'm here to share i am not here to suffer i can of course be sad but there is no need to suffer uh it's all when you're using though your prefrontal cortex not in a story you're not ruminating this is where there's a very it's a very fine line and a person who is a seeker will know the difference because we don't waste our time at all we immediately notice repeat thoughts 
and it's 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 uh, because we're not in a rigid format dan siegel when he's talking about mind sight so we have this way of focusing on who we are already our our thoughts our emotions our embodiment of ourselves is immediately something that is brought forth by a 5d body type there's not even a question so here's why as i was growing up all these words that my loved ones would share with me i'd be like yeah you're spot on but i still not negotiating with you so i don't know which way you want to you know this is where uh <laughs> it's like so i'll use my one story the the last if you will traditional i call it relationship where when they broke up with me i was surprised i was not happy i tried to negotiate uh to meet their their needs what things i knew they wanted if you will which is where this one of the people that definitely showed love even though there was a reason for it they had met their future wife which i love to death uh, and i don't think we we ever talked about it because there's no need uh, we are family this is part of my oversoul so i actually um, intuitively knew a lot of things in fact it was funny because when we first started dating it was random it was not i was not interested in them uh, they actually made a move on me i didn't say no and then we started dating and i was like ah well it's you know if i'm going to see you every day I, i said i didn't want to be in a relationship but that's kind of a contradiction because we're going out every single day <laughs> so i guess we're a couple now huh and it lasted for three years and i told them though these are the rules these are my way or the highway and i am not negotiating and they accepted which in my mind thought because see for me if you're going to be in a relationship you're going to make your demands otherwise what what kind of partnership are we talking about you're not supposed to put yourself to the side but i'm not going to make you tell me you have to be the one to speak your own truth i can't speak your truth for you so long story short when they broke up at a certain point i or so the part of me trying to negotiate with them they made it very clear they said you know you're going to hate me if you do all these things because you don't have these objectives in your life and the minute they spoke those words was the minute but that my brain said yeah you know what you're right i would hate you because i don't want any of this <laughs> so okay i guess we're just friends and we stayed friends and i met the wife uh when they were yeah when they got married or they started dating i forget but he said you really would like maria you should you should get in touch and she introduced me to crystals and metaphysics and this whole beautiful twin flame soulmates all of it uh one other friend mentioned to me some stuff about the metaphysics plane but she's my go to when i have when i have would have dreams when all of it all of it she knows every single little bit of my stories and we still share when we get the chance she's a full time mom so she's busy with the kids and stuff but um back to the story which now i lost my train of thought where was i with ah the breakup so the breakup i was not expecting it because throughout the three years or four years i think it was yeah four years we never had a fight i mean i definitely spoke my mind but we never ever fought and to me it was just finding that perfect harmony because people can't find that when you get to know that he knew my flaws i knew his flaws you know stuff like that but when we first started dating like i said it was random and i didn't feel he was the one <laughs> you know i feel the one even though right here is where a person who's in that full consciousness connectedness knows there's not the one meaning it's people because we respect free will because there's a deep knowing of every person every life having uh, their own journey to 
achieving enlightenment if they want this soul age group is awesome and so it's a free soul world meaning a free piece of uh love and life that's it's it's, it's um quantum relationships we don't do attachment defend we don't have any of that we don't have any of it at all because you know i was a teenager and i'm like get away from me the people who would be like uh, suffocating me i still remember i don't remember who it was but there were some people i felt literally suffocated and i'd be like i need to get away from you because i don't know what the deal is but you're suffocating my freedom somehow this is what my and the body is the nervous system so that's where the right brain right brain was communicating but this uh person i ended up finding out by my loved ones that they had complained about aspects of our relationship of me like things and I was so I remember for a little time I was just so pissed and I didn't go and say anything because our relationship's over we're friends it's not a big deal anyways but I was pissed because to me they wasted our time because I always have said this is who I am I don't believe anybody ever changes and it's because when you're connected to consciousness as akash you know you're a speck of life this is where the personality is part of your journey you are already a 5d body mind everything there's no separation because you don't have this separation love with heart and soul is no separation so your personality is a part of you maria this person it's a part of my journey without being who i am i would not be here without any of my relationships i would not be here sharing anything with you bringing the human elements to spirituality it's it's what i've always i love people <laughs> i love psychology i love sociology i love all topics all topics are freaking awesome there's just so many of them which one do we pick right now it's neuroscience neurobiology because this helps to support those who are doing inner growth as a mindset and for the light workers who want to access their enlightenment soul age group and get out of that 4d plane which is really waste of time not because they don't live it once in 5d no no metaphysics esotericism all these topics can still be a part i still have dreams plenty of them i just don't talk about them all the time i still have a lot of channeled guidance in other ways for other things for other situations for the episodes it's for the community but what i'm saying is for my immediate oversoul and i've learned how to just keep that for myself because unless they're going to choose to embark on the enlightenment soul age group journey they will not make use of the information the way that uh it's meant to be used and what i mean by that is that people throughout the years of this ascension journey i have noticed how they just fall within this i am this or i'm that so the information on five dimension did not lead them to expand to enlightenment it led them to identify so i i'm not going to contribute to limiting consciousness is what i'm saying and because people want to identify with being something special meaning instead of looking to be themselves they get distracted by this external stuff that's why it's no need for me to share and this is where also by the way it's always very clear when instead it is meant to be shared and we'll leave it at that um the relationship the part that they did not speak what they wanted was something annoying to me because uh 
we would have not been together for four years but then again i also realized that it is thanks to him that i got to know my my best she's a, my sister so i was like oh wait a minute there you go i didn't know about all of the the oversoul pieces yet and so to me as i was looking through that experience to me it was a waste of time because i could have told him it would have ended the other part was the way he actually worded why it ended was humorous because he said i thought you would change <laughs> and that's where i said what did you not hear a word i told you as as we started dating i don't understand you know so it's humorous to know as always that people will use words you're stubborn and then they will think of change happening but uh, when you talk to those who are psychoeducators they will say ah if you think you haven't changed and you must have a problem and i'm like oh you obviously don't know people who know who they are since they're forever and uh the changes if you will they happen on the external so of course if a person wants to look on the outside here's where somebody who lives based on the external will say but you have changed and i'll say well of course i went from zero years old to one to three to four did you expect me to stay a child but to me that's not change i'm still the same person i matured two different things so we're not gonna do the play on words especially since this is for seekers not egoic people the egoic people are the ones who want to debate these kinds of topics the ability for us to tap into our oversoul man i swear as i gain knowledge of all of this with the metaphysics and esotericism i was always irked by one of the aspects them locking it into a box and trying to tell people how these relationships uh, were meant to grow or not to grow and they're still doing that but then finding out about the different soul age groups made me realize that not everybody is going to get to that enlightenment soul age group because those people who their psychology needs a way to understand to conceptualize their expansion of consciousness journey they're still seeking for that outside so they want to understand with their left brain and so just intuitively trusting their own body and being in darkness with shiva is something scary so fear shame is something that the psychoeducators talk about as there being healthy shame because people will say oh but society here society there and so there's this way that they talk about this attribute and those who will stay within a soul age group that is linked to society will in fact continue their navigating this plane with these what i would say are um, limitations but they're not to those people to those people it's existing in what is life and on that note i'm going to quote Sadhguru as he speaks of you know spirituality is not about good behavior that's for society for those of us who are a spiritual process we use common sense and we also respect all life and so we actually intuitively speaking are not only somatic empath we are always in a state of compassion for ourselves and our empowerment which will lead those who are not empowered to feel intimidated which can lead to their patronages or somebody being like i don't like her she's cocky which i've been told as a teenager i'm like i'm not cocky i'm just confident i'm so sorry you're not no i'm not sorry actually it's your business not mine <laughs> i ain't gonna bow down to your insecurity and so here's where in these energies we heard about revenge spitefulness envy um, there's also competition 
all of these are below the neutrality belt all of these are in a shame blame fault revenge loop and cycles they're all people the different attachment styles doesn't matter so the stories of the other two individuals that i was thinking about for beyond spirituality and how one basically used hypnosis to deny themselves the opportunity to process their emotional stuff and in fact they are leading a life that they're happy about they have a business they have a partner they're expecting they're building karma because they are going to live with those experiences choices how to be unconscious loving and how to accept themselves fully they're going to move beyond their own familiar patterns from their own household and in fact i see it every time we encounter each other what they're going through the way they describe what they're going through in fact the last consult i provided on their request was something very clear which they denied as soon as the guidance came through and at which point i said you know it's only energy anyway so no big deal because the minute that you're going to how can i put it pout about a reading that is speaking a truth and it's a truth that though you'd never chose to handle with unconditional love so to bring your acceptance because see you go into dharma when you can accept what you don't like and like as variables that you have no power over so you accept by being in equanimity and this is where the 5d body type has no issue accepting that which we don't know that which we don't expect that which we don't like that which we are like what the fuck is this kind of thing as soon as it's happened we're already like okay well it is this so what do we want to do about it because again we don't waste our time so we're immediately proactive in our body because there's nothing physically dangerous we're in our ventral vagal state and we're curious most of the time if kali's there it's passion it's not anger it's this life force and in fact any person who is enlightened will know equanimity like the back of their hand i mean in the past probably two months i've learned shiva wow like amazing and uh, it's really great to have shiva here with kali because kali can be disruptive in trying to get my message in the actual expanded consciousness way now back to again the other individual is repeating the same karmic cycle from their pattern which is quite unpleasant to describe so i will just keep it in the um because of the idea of being a person who is special now that they have certain clairs they are in this thought that they are light and that they are working with light against darkness and so they do believe in more of uh, the whole devil evil and uh, temptation story versus understanding the psychoeducation behind what addictions are which are part of again a shame cycle so if somebody has a specific way that they handle their relationships their love life uh, there are reasons from infancy and here's where the psychoeducators actually talked about this one as well where a serial cheater can have come from abuse and or neglect because a household that does not provide a sense of emotional support so if you're not told you're loved enough if you're not hugged enough your parasympathetic nervous system isn't activated you don't get the co-regulation of love and that and empathy and emotional care is important 
for a body to feel safe and social so people don't even realize that they don't know what it's like because they were raised in a culture that has and this is where there's no pointing fingers these pieces of information are supposed to empower us the ego people are using it to point fingers at their parents to point fingers at the governments at all of these institutions as i was saying when eric Fromm implies they had to tell us that we would fight otherwise they couldn't do war that to me maria and i wasn't even all the way here in this visibility i said this is an implication that has no founding there is no truth behind these words these are an opinion of a person who's educated and they're assuming i'm a political science major for those who don't know and i have a master's in international relations and diplomacy so i looked at negotiation i looked at strategizing i've been intrigued with strategy my entire life even manipulation is something that makes me laugh because if people trusted their own selves but they're too busy thinking that they know manipulation that they're better than another person and that they need to defend against each other so they're blinding themselves completely with their own egos without even awareness because again what happens when you think you have a threat is that you are dumbing down your your body is in stress mode so dumbing down the brain excuse me is because these stress hormones begin to uh, saturate your hippocampus people get into anxious modalities for no other reason except for they're too busy being worried about the external's opinion now here's where with the mind sight from dan siegel he says we begin to get our mind sight based on our parents so we can have an outside way of parent made it because i know there are people that really care what they went on it's like wow dude seriously why do you care so much and what i understand because dan siegel says it distorts your mind sight lens but if you choose who you are if you start honing in on that you can strengthen and disengage from this distortion so there is empowering information that shows one's own mind your way of using your thinking will allow you to rework your brain your physical brain now, i don't agree with using the word reprogramming rewiring is something that the psychoeducators use i wouldn't use any of those words because you're learning how to use your own brain and mind your own body so if you make it personal that's how you start to relate to these topics as yourself as you the person use your name because when you use these ideas of spirituality you again get lost in those um conceptualized topics that don't create the personalized experience embodying yourself is about you being able to be your thoughts feelings and actions and when you can allow it to be without a why just because you are okay with being who you are with your flaws and imperfections that's where the unconditionally loving yourself with saying i don't think you're perfect i think you're imperfect right and you being able to say you know what yeah i am imperfect and to be able and sit in a state of love with yourself not shame this is why the 5d body type doesn't have a shame cycle we can have feelings experiences of felt shame yes and the cortex so the minute uh, that you know who you are is the minute you don't back off anytime ever and this is where i use that relationship as an example because mine the one that was mine uh because when when they said i thought you'd change it just made me laugh i'm like dude did you not meet me you've been with me for four years where did you think i've changed <laughs> i don't know 
you know and then finding out that he had stuff this wasted four years of your life with me i could have told you it was going to change changing obviously but the part of not speaking one's truth is very important when you can't be your authentic self with a person in fact here's where that ain't a relationship a 5d person is not going to be with a person that can't unconsciously love them with their flaws and imperfections and so back to this twin flame soulmate story oversoul depth of dimensions and a specific energetic spectrum that those of us who are in a relationship always with full consciousness every time i've met any what they are to me i know if it's in the immediate familiar or and there's a way that they describe this and i'm not going to use our time with it because it's unnecessary just remember that it's like a perfume so you'll know it as a familiar perfume if it's yours part of your oversoul if it isn't you will not in fact perceive any familiarity you will not perceive any perfume you will not perceive you achieve if you will so it is you and another and i've met a bunch of different people that are that they're in my uh friendship circle loved one circle for sure but they're not part of my oversoul okay and and, and again connecting it to the oversoul pieces to you get you to become aware of your full uncontrolled love for yourself with your flaws and imperfections i'm just going to leave it at that and so being able to be the person you are as an adult as an adult forgiving nuance you know everybody has trauma you know everybody can have child parts you know everybody can have these biological root moments twin flames soulmates doesn't matter you know that everybody's a person and you're enthralled with life as it is with your everyday you wake up and you're ready for the work day for all of it okay and you know the people you want around you it's not based on they have to be a part of my oversoul or not no 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 you know the type of people you want around you it's only those who will unconditionally love you with your flaws and imperfections it is only those who will have your heart sing and your lungs sing and basically will laugh about your own quirks with you it's the ones who will maybe look at you weird but also tell you wow i really love that you're sharing this stuff or they might not but they'll have fun with you it is those who enjoy each other's company and then consistently want to create life with you the ones who don't have to be you don't have to be this perfect whatever it is that you know the others that sometimes you get to meet will um demand quote unquote now here's where when it is um when it is reflected this part that i just described it will always come from your oversoul pieces and that's exactly where brings me back to the one song that i was a teenager and even the psychoeducators they spell it out and anybody you will meet that is in an enlightenment soul age group will tell you something but they will tell it to you like sadhguru tells you there is no need for suffering expansion of consciousness does not require suffering any person who suffers is coming at their potential enlightenment soul age group from 3d 4d plane and or shame blame fault revenge loops cycles this is not good or bad it is not a competition it simply indicates that the neutrality land is something you did not know you learned how to be in your ventral vagal state and 
then you chose to consistently keep being in neutrality land again and again and again and again this means instead of being annoyed by humanity and saying how much you hate them you learn to be curious and intrigued not only by humanity but by your own self and your own flaws and imperfections curiosity is what indicates that you are interested in learning more and this is where these episodes lead anyone who wants to be in this space to hear again that 5dc voice the perspective the stories and here's what it's like to be expanding consciousness in a human body okay a person a functional adult grounded we're not even talking about anything out of this you know because twin flame soulmates can just be about relationships that's the point family friends all of it so um the song is the elvis song you only hurt the people you love i was a teenager and realized this the psychoeducation there's the trauma attachment that there's just even attachment styles in and of themselves or the way our brain develops as dan siegel is pointing out and or even Gabor Mate. So all will lead you back to knowing that anytime there is one of those stress responses within your body, you have the opportunity to engage in your ventral vagal state, let your body know we're safe, we're social, we're good, let your mind know, hey mind, let's work with our brain right now. What's going what's going on? What are we looking at? What thoughts and emotions are we looking at right now? And what are these sensations? The sensations really you already calmed them down or are paying attention to them through breath, through your noticing, wait, why am I getting angry? Why am I getting upset? What, what's, the, what's going on? And here's where mindset is everything. And then you get to get your mind sight to where you want it to be. So you're in your own mind, evaluating some moment that is coming up for you. And it is only the loved ones that will make you feel unseen, unheard, unvalidated, and unaccepted because your vulnerable places are with your loved ones. And it is when you are interacting with them, wanting to be seen, so you're sharing life with them, that you will be said, no, I think you're made wrong. No, I think, and it doesn't matter how it is because see, a life-sensitive person will not take that. Oh, I think you're made wrong. And oh my God, you said that too. No, we won't do that. We don't do the little nuns quote with, uh, oh, I'm the only one left behind. The minute we actually even use that word, because I mean, I was a teenager when I think I probably thought of it because, you know, between songs and people doing it all the time, there was at least one moment where I was like, I'm the only one. And I remember at a certain point, like, this is bullshit. You're not the only one. All these people are saying the same thing. Two, you're not alone because you got a whole bunch of people in this house right here, you know. seems like this is a bullshit sentence that doesn't mean anything except for it sounds like a little parrot Uh, okay no i'm not alone and no i'm not left behind and uh three i'm not in a war dying in a ditch so really these sentences they don't make any sense so let me put you guys to the side and let me explore what the hell is going on oh i was lied to by my boyfriend oh he cheated on me with my best friend okay so what does that mean well of course i'm going to be upset because you know my boyfriend (laughs) they cheated on me with my best friend oh and they hit you know so it's normal to explore versus sit and wallow in what that's the point we don't know wallowing in anything because why would i in a space that not only is untrue immediately is here that's thinking the mind excuse me that's thinking with the brain and dying here and in fact it is those first body types where we learn to love more also punishment with laws and imperfections and we learn to say you know what 
I think that this is exactly what I'm going to say and this is exactly what I'm going to want and this is exactly where I'm not going to negotiate not even a little but I let you lead the life that I know is within me and that I know what's good for me emotionally and mentally and apparently you're not able to provide this to me as it stands for some odd reason you know because obviously to a person who is very open minded me maria for as much as i am definitely closed into knowing what i want for my life this is where i i'm using me as that example because a 5d body type will know their ventral vagal state so here's the deal as a teenager this is where that that commitment was made because of a few times maybe a yearish of disregarding my deep knowing and i recognize you know nobody knows what is good for me as much as i do furthermore to emotionally supporting each other like true friendship i still see that people are not true to me a relationship of any sort means it's forever until you do something there's no reason for friendship to act there's morality code after all for sure that's for sure but it's their life not mine and i get it because they have their little rules that they follow to t as adaptive children will because they're perfectionists harsh unforgiving and think they know exactly how the world is so there they go in their limited consciousness which is why we're not interested in any way shape or form engaging in their limited consciousness conversations long story short the ventral vagal state is saying yeah i know that i can take care of my emotions my mind my body my money my everything and you are all going to be pluses and those who laugh with me we laugh together and those who laugh with me some more will laugh some more and those who don't mm, i think that we're gonna have less time together probably because if i don't like you and you don't like me I'm guessing we're not compatible. This is very straightforward. Rejection doesn't even enter our mind because again, we're not living based on social compulsion. We're not living based on an attachment or defensive system. Our ventral vagal state is engaged immediately. Where you only hurt the people you love in the sob story that I still hear as a 42-year-old woman, men and women both alike talking the same stuff not, not to mention the poor people with the attachment styles of disorganized and uh, ambivalent that is really and anyone who has shame they really i'm so happy that there's the mental health community out there and with Sadhguru too very awesome but uh when it comes to relationships all i see is a bunch of people that aren't even aware that they're repeating their own patterns all on their own because none of them have taken a minute to look at they're not alone they're in an emotional state it's called emotions that's what it means to be a person there's no need to suffer if you bring in compassion meaning pat yourself on the back it's all good you're breathing you're alive you know do you like these people do they like you can you work it out or no no okay then move on don't call them names though because calling them names means you're denying yourself that you're still pissed or whatever it is that's going on so here's where the envy jealousy revenge and all these loops that people are feeling they're feeling them because those who are not in their enlightenment soul age group have not grown actual self-empowerment they still depend on each other for validation and so they depend on each other for emotional reassurance societal reassurance everything reassurance basically they want to be told by at least one group of people and they have plenty of those we group leaders to follow like these other two individuals they have plenty of their tarot readers their channelers the ones that are following their story to a t 
and in the meantime they're building the life that they're going to lead it's not a bad life it's a great life they're just navigating it with a level of suffering that is unnecessary but they don't see it that way because they see that life government people everything has a bunch of crap in it and that it's hard and that's where we leave it the ones who get to manifest their riches because they figure out how to use the energy in a certain way they who knows i mean i'm sure most of them the ones who are actually in their settled into their soul age group are happy is what i'm going to say because the two spectrums are this it's either happy in their soul age group because they see life as they see it feel it so it's all embodied and they're in and it's a specific energy i know it i know parts of my oversoul pieces that are there so there are parts of my oversoul pieces they're content so they're living contentment they're in solace the others are more inclined to be the ones who say i'm the only one who does everything for everybody so they're living that that's all that's their their romantic uh, suffering story so inside their body they feel empathy they're they're the hyper sensitive people who are doing all the work and everybody else you know and they live that and they're going to be having of all the things they want to have so their karma is that is the suffering the other is i'm in solace i'm content those of us in the enlightenment soul age group we're on a joy right man like we don't even know what's tomorrow so for us all of these oversoul pieces got us to be here because of us looking inward though and that's exactly where it's when you are denied the unconditional love that you're being given the opportunity to accept who you are as you are with your flaws and imperfections or not most people they will look outside of themselves again for reassurance who am i those of us who are in the enlightenment soul age group we don't do who am i we say this is who i am i'm sorry you don't like me but i'm not sorry at the same time because really this is how i'm made so I, i'm not going to kill myself because you don't like me i'm not even going to feel like i have to kill myself because you don't like me what i'm going to feel is uh first of all respect move away from you you know and then if you start bugging me about it which usually doesn't happen as an adult because we don't have those people but when i've had people that have come at me with certain things i'm like Mm-mm. no 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 you don't like me that's fine don't you start using your own insecurities <laughs> to to point these little things that's not going to happen and you know at the end of the day it only happens with my loved ones who are insecure and it really only happens with envy, jealousy, spitefulness, uh, little things of revenge not really because I don't do business with any of my loved ones in the sense that there's no way for somebody to take revenge. They'd have to be able to take something away from me and the reality is even if they tried there's there again you can't unless you kill me but that wouldn't be revenge that would be murder and you'd get you know so again these are all those unnecessary things but i was trying to think is there anything no the idea of revenge is only valid for those who think it's a true thing by the way without recognizing that any of those are lower vibrations which means you got a person who needs to get some support because they have an attachment style that is leading their way and most likely is led by trauma unfortunately and actually i'm very happy that again the brain scientists and all the mental health professionals are out there because people will be given the opportunity to navigate this neutrality land and that would be in their ventral vagal state learn to harness their own mind sight their own mindset to get out of situations that don't bring them inner well-being 
those who are in the enlightenment soul age group again our lovely twin flames soulmates journey allowed us to simply know what we already knew and to become what we already knew we would become which is a person who loves doing what you do every day and as we move forward those who have a bit of this revenge spite envy again they, it's really their life not ours and handling it is always done with the same love and care as any other people that are our loved ones we're never left behind and we don't leave our loved ones behind in fact we actually have only compassion and every state of consciousness is welcome every soul age group this is where their choices are their choices whether through contentment and solace or their own unfortunate uh, idea that you know they're suffering it's their reality so they get to keep picking how they're going to use the mind and then their brain's going to stay in that you know shape and their nervous system and it's it's, it's very straightforward the episode if you have any questions or you'd like me to take a look at any topics let me know i'd be happy to see where they fit in the ihp content and in the meantime i wish you all the most wonderful day big hugs